0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Being Giant show. I'm one of your hosts, Rochelle Verena, and this is a podcast for academics by academics. This week, I'm talking to Brianna Adan. Brianna is an undergraduate student studying political science and international relations at the University of Florida. In this episode, we talk about her desire to do international work, being a go-getter when it comes to getting information and opportunities, and what her undergraduate journey has been like so far. As always, we hope that you guys enjoy the episode. Hi, Brianna. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Rochelle? I'm doing really, really good. Um, how's the New Year treating you so far?
1: It's been okay. I, I've been lucky to spend time with my family and, you know, of course, socially distanced, but it's always nice to be home.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Had you been home for a little while, given like the, the school s- schedule and stuff like that?
1: Yeah, I've actually been home since Thanksgiving because... Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. I mean, not that I go to school out of state or anything, but I mean, I drive back and forth. So I thought that the five hour drive would be kind of complicated, especially because classes weren't over. So Mm -hmm. I didn't really have any time to go back.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, so you so you were able to like do your finals, like down at home and stuff rather than like leaving after the Thanksgiving break to go back to campus and stuff.
1: Yeah, no, I, that's the, yeah, that's what I, that was the idea of what I was trying to do. It was sometimes a little hard to focus, but you know, I did my best. I'd go to the library when it was open and I'd sit outside of Starbucks and grind
0: out for finals. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you made it through, so. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So shout out to that. All right, cool. Well, I want to thank you uh, again for agreeing to do this with me. I'm really excited to talk to you. Uh, I think that you've done some really interesting stuff uh at this point in your undergraduate career and I think our listeners um could like really benefit uh from your experience so so thank you
1: awesome yeah I'm happy to be here <laughs>
0: yeah well why don't you go ahead and like you know tell us a little bit about what you're doing right now currently
1: yeah honestly I think that this is sometimes the toughest question especially considering like it's it's you know winter break and with covid but you know i i've tried to keep myself busy mm-hmm. um like i i'm at home right now but when i'm at school currently um i actually just finished uh, my undergraduate thesis okay which which was kind of kind of tough to do especially and i i actually signed up to do it and now because i was thinking wow what a good time to do it cuz of covid so much time home and it was still difficult <laughs> <laughs> But I, I'm I'm happy I got the opportunity to work on that, so that was really exciting. Um, I, I also uh, am currently in charge of like a, a freshman leadership program, so mm-hmm. I work with actually 26 uh, students, and well, we've been it's been virtual this year due to COVID, of course, but uh, it's been really awesome getting to you know have workshops on interview skills, professional development, and you know watching them become friends too is is really fun. It's a good way to stay connected. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, those are like two of the big things I've been doing. but yeah, i i've I, I'm also um involved in like my student government. Uh, I'm really good friends with the student body vice president, and I'm currently his chief of staff. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: we've been organizing, you know, student programming virtually um all over different, you know, all over different facets of campus um, with many different uh, divisions and. So, it's, it's been really awesome still being able to provide student programming, even though we're virtual and things are so complicated. So, um, it's been good. <laughs> mm, okay.
0: Okay, that's cool. So, you have, like, a lot of uh, interesting extracurricular activities that are keeping you pretty busy. <laughs> <laughs> Trying. <laughs> that's cool. But, like, outside of, like, your, your extracurricular activities, you are currently majoring in international studies, right? Yes. Okay, so, like, how did you, how did that come about?
1: Yeah, okay, so when I actually um, was applying to college, I applied as a political science and now I'm, you know, a double major in both because I couldn't decide, but Mm -hmm. I kind of realized when I was going to, like, my freshman orientation that I really was more interested in the international aspect of, you know, society, and I wasn't really sure what international studies was at first, like, Mm -hmm. I I wasn't sure if it was going to be more political science or or not. And I I found out later that it wasn't, but I love it nonetheless, because it it gives you a lot of freedom, at least in the major at my school. Um, So basically, you can take any classes that have to do with like anthropology, history, politics, um, just essentially like any discipline, as long as it has like some sort of either international aspect, or it could focus on a specific country, it doesn't have to. But I like that it gives a lot of freedom to kind of take whatever I want Mm -hmm. and um, kind of develop like my own discipline, I guess. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, we have to pick like a region of the world too. So I chose to um, focus on the Middle East, but I I just really like, I guess that I got to learn about a whole bunch of different topics and things that I wouldn't have known about otherwise. And if I didn't have the freedom to like choose what I wanted.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I see. I see. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So You mentioned that, like, at first, when you were applying to college and stuff, you you were applying as a poli-sci major, and then Mm -hmm. you didn't necessarily know what international studies was. So, like, what were some of the things that you did in order to try to figure out, like, what international studies, you know, was and stuff, so that way you can make your decision?
1: Yeah, I'm, like, one of those kind of very... I don't know how to the right way to put it, but I am not necessarily detail oriented, but I'm the kind of person that I will like over research something until like I am certain. So, once like I knew I got into UF and that's where I was going to go and that's that was it for me. I went on the website and I read everything. So when I applied to college, I just put political science cuz I didn't know anything, but once I got in and I decided and that was it, like mm-hmm. I went on the major thing, I read through every single major and I sort of was looking at the requirements and you know, the different aspects of them just to kind of see which one was the best fit. And I found myself kind of drawn to that one um, in regards to, like I said, like the flexibility and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of interested in, like I know a lot about, you know, here in the U.S. And I-, I was like, let me take this as an opportunity to kind of grow my in- not only my interest, but like my skill, um, like facilities. Um, mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I came to that.
0: Mm-hmm. So like it was more like you just, like, spending the time to do the research and stuff, you didn't necessarily consult, like, anybody. Like, you didn't try to reach out to, like, get some advice or anything. Like, you were able to, like, find the answer more or less on your own.
1: Yeah, and also, I I think... You kind of touched on something kind of funny. I like went on LinkedIn and I kind of was like, kind of looking at like other people that graduated from UF, and mm. not that that really mattered, but I was just wondering, no, like, no, what no. It, people I, did.
0: No, no, no. It it actually does matter, actually, because it's like I think that's the the cool, like the, I think that's a cool way to utilize uh, mm-hmm. LinkedIn <laughs> because it kind of gives you like a what is it a a a, a template I guess like Yeah. like blueprint like, oh okay, okay, this person went to the same school as I did so I did the same thing as I did okay what are the like you know opportunities that they were able to like you know take advantage of is that something that I can take advantage of as well
1: exactly <laughs> okay okay cool so no and honestly I did that more when I was like already a student at UF like once I have started and I was already in the major because I kind of it was kind of like a risk that I took when I did that because I decided to take like Arabic as my first semester just because I, I don't know I was just like why not mm-hmm. so I sort of just Kind of was like, okay, I'm gonna do it. But after I got into the major, I was like digging because I realized there were less people that majored in the exact same, not just the major, but also like the region of study. And I, it took me a while to kind of find, cause I had a lot of friends, I guess, but it was, I didn't have a lot of friends that were in the same discipline as me. So it was hard to kind of find like a mentor, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: I see, I see. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Well, you mentioned that you know international studies and stuff it's like very uh I guess it's very broad you can essentially tailor you can essentially create your own experience so like yeah what was it about like the Middle East region that like you know caused you to tailor your experience towards that region
1: yeah definitely honestly I was it was kind of more or less kind of um (laughs) <laughs> to put it in a funny way it was just more like kind of the luck of the draw because I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do when I first started it wasn't like I knew instantly mm-hmm. but I did know because like, I had some options and I sort of like kind of derived one at the end but it was tough like I eliminated Europe because I felt that I had enough um European education for most of my life I guess <laughs> so I eliminated that one first I, I knew I wasn't going to do that um and then I obviously I had Asia, I had Africa, I had South America, and I had the Middle East. I think that's it. But mm-hmm. I, I just remember like one by one, I kind of started to eliminate them. I was my dad really wanted me to do Latin America because obviously like my dad's like Hispanic and he's like oh fix your Spanish. But I was like <sighs> okay, like I know some Spanish and like I at least I have exposure, so I'm I'm not going to. not gonna do that because i want to do something different you know Mm -hmm. so at that point it was just between asia africa and the middle east and at that point i just chose because i was like well arabic's kind of cool i i mean i think that you know i i just kind of randomly picked at that point and i was like this is what i'm gonna do and that's how it went and honestly it was one of the best decisions i made i'm glad nobody talked me out of it because it's been really rewarding and kind of enjoyable too so definitely (laughs) good
0: yeah no no that's dope that's dope um speaking of like you know you know Arabic and like the Middle East and stuff I know like you ended up doing a uh, study abroad experience out in Morocco so what was that like how did that come about like how did you even go about like seeking out that opportunity and stuff
1: no yeah that's a good question um (laughs) well okay so in my Arabic program you know there's actually at UF there's only like one really prominent like Not even Middle East because you know obviously Morocco is in North Africa. So I would just say like Middle East North Africa region at all. Mm -hmm. Like that's like university sponsored is like that one, and that's because a lot of my professors are from North Africa, so they like have connections, and they're all like really they've been going on this trip for like years. So it's like really like everyone knows about it, and you know if you're in you know the Arabic program at UF and you're interested in studying abroad, like you know you're going on this trip because <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's, there's first of all there's like I mean there's some other ones but they're like external or there's some that are a lot shorter but they're not their focus isn't on language it's like focus on other things so if you're in the Arabic classes and you know you, you know you're going to go on it eventually mm-hmm. so it was kind of like that um so I kind of knew about it really early because it was kind of taught they talked to us a lot about it and you know a lot of people from my class went on the trip and we became really close um and we became like a family. It was really fun. I got to live with a host family. Um, I had some host siblings. I had uh, three host sisters and two host brothers and, you know, wonderful host parents who made us wonderful meals all the time. So it was really good, you know, getting to practice our language skills, um, become closer as like a little cohort, I guess. And we got to meet university students in Morocco. So we got to practice our language with them. And, they got to, we went on trips with them around the country and they'd show us really cool things. And it was, it was really awesome. And, uh, one of my most rewarding experiences in college, I'd say.
0: (laughs) You know, that sounds like amazing. How long, like, how long (laughs) was the program? How long were you, were you out there? Yeah, I was out there for
1: 10 weeks. Um, so (laughs) it was, it was really fun. It was like a, it's solidly, it was solidly, um, like, not solidly oh my gosh it's like a like a normal length program I'd say like mm-hmm. it's a summer program but I loved it
0: okay cool cool well how would you say that experience like how like how much would you say it's impacted you with like shaping your career goals you know at you know at this point in your academic career and stuff like I don't know, did it inspire you to like start looking at certain things in a different way? But like, OK, you know what? I, I went and I had this experience and stuff. I want to like, you know, once I graduate and stuff, I want to try to like, you know, get some experience in this area as opposed to another.
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, for sure. I definitely going on this trip definitely made me realize that I wanted to do more things internationally. Mm-hmm. Um, So it, it kind of inspired me to continue working on finding opportunities to either go abroad again obviously COVID kind of made that not really plausible right now right (laughs) but I I definitely was looking into um certain programs like there's one I don't know uh if you or the listeners have heard of it but it's called uh the Boren uh awards so they have like scholarships and fellowships where you can go abroad it's kind of similar but it's it's like longer period of time and if you like you write up like a proposal to what you want to do there and if you get it like it's a fully funded like experience so i i was looking into that um and i would still be interested in doing that like if covid permits so mm-hmm. there's always like i might do that maybe in grad school i don't really know but i would like to do something like that or maybe a fulbright or so- another experience where i get to go abroad because i i really did find that enjoyable and i would love to do it again and um yeah for career goals like i i just made me look more um more uh intensely I guess at the State Department whereas mm. before I didn't really think about it mm, okay. and um, yeah no it, it was it was a cool experience because I know like we have the diplomat in residence uh, that comes around to different schools but at my school uh, he would come like once a month and because uh, he was, it was not too far he was in Tallahassee so he'd come down and he'd talk to us about the different programs and that kind of got me interested so I um, was looking into their internship program and potentially just other things that they would have to offer maybe as a career like working as a foreign service officer or things like that
0: mm, okay okay i see i see okay yeah that's pretty cool that is pretty yeah it's pretty cool it's pretty cool well speaking of um like internship experiences and stuff i know that you spent some time over at um like miramar city hall so could you tell me a little bit about some of the work that you were doing there
1: yeah i did that when i was um Oh, my gosh. I did that in, like, high school, and I Mm -hmm. really had a good experience doing that because uh, I I sort of got that internship because I was kind of looking for something to do over the summer, um, but I wasn't really, at that point, sure how to, like, acquire experience and stuff, so Mm -hmm. I kind of just started emailing, like, like, many different leaders in the community, and I was just like, is there any cool opportunities out there? Like, I'm just looking for some experience, like, you know you gotta you gotta put in the work right
0: right, right. <laughs> I,
1: I was like I don't know how to find experiences you know but now I do but mm-hmm. back then I didn't so I was sending out emails and I knew like one of my friends who graduated a few years before me had that opportunity and I just they just randomly came to me and I was like oh my gosh wait she did that that was cool so mm-hmm. I sent out emails and that was like one of the ones that got back to me and you know um so I got to intern for a commissioner and like her assistant like emailed me back his name was Anthony Anthony if you're listening thank you so much <laughs> he was really nice a really nice guy and he emailed me back and you know we did all sorts of really fun things like we did um a backpack drive uh it was like a back to school like back backpack drive where like mm-hmm. we we would like give out backpacks so I guess I said drive but people would donate them in advance like throughout the year and then like, right before, like, back to school, we would, like, give out backpacks to, like, kids that needed them, mm-hmm. Um, so, like, obviously, they'd come and grab a backpack, Um, so that was a really cool experience. We we got to organize some other community events, like, we had, like, this thing called National Night Out, where we just, like, obviously can't do that now because of COVID, but right. we got to, you know, have a whole bunch of, like, community members get together, and, you know, we even had, like, like, health resources and a whole bunch of other um, resources available for community members to get involved in and to see. It was kind of like a like a fair kind of thing. I see. Um, and yeah, yeah, no, and it was really awesome. I I got to also work on, you know, answering phone calls and talking to constituents and you know putting together paperwork. So you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: So I guess like around that, like at at that time, like you knew that you had an interest in poli sci, so yeah. so this was your way of yeah. trying to like maybe try to dabble in that a little bit to see how much you'd like it and stuff.
1: Exactly. And I guess, like, working with local politics was really exciting because you get to work directly with the community, which I guess sometimes in, like, the state, yeah, and national level, sometimes you can get disconnected from the people that you're representing. So, I really liked getting to um, work directly with constituents and um, getting to see directly how local politics
0: impacts people. Mm, Okay, okay, okay. Okay, cool, cool. So... After that experience, I know that you went ahead and you uh you did something along the lines like associated with education and violence per- prevention, right? Yeah,
1: no, I did do that. Um okay, so <laughs> I was looking for cool well not cool, but like impactful experiences to get involved in when I was in college and mm-hmm. I was also looking for something kind of different from what I study, just I guess because I wanted to um develop like a different skill set and I wanted to help the community and Like, I wanted to work directly with the Gainesville population. I guess that kind of stems back to what I was talking about, like, working with local politics, but maybe not local politics in this case, but working, like, with the community and just kind of being Mm -hmm. hands-on, which is kind of why I got involved in, it's called Peaceful Paths Domestic Violence Shelter. Mm -hmm. So, I also kind of first heard about it, because I'm in a sorority, and um, our philanthropy is domestic violence prevention, and we do a lot of work with Peaceful Paths, yeah, and So I always kind of um, found it kind of sad that we only kind of did a few things for them per year and I wanted to do more. So, and I really liked um, the cause that our sorority like represented. And I I care a lot about like working particularly with women and children, um, which is something that I, is one of my personal um, like passions. Like I I care a lot Mm -hmm. in that facet. So I wanted to kind of work in that i wanted to learn more about what more i can do so i eventually applied to work as a volunteer and then later an intern where i got to um get my certificate like my domestic violence advocate um certification mm-hmm. so yeah so we have like in order to work there you have to like go through 24 hours of training and you have to get like your state certification so i i did that and then i got to um go there several times a week and we got to work in the office we got to you know like organized processes, donations, we got to, um, you know, work the, the, like the phone line, which sometimes like we had to be certified to do that um, in order to like talk to people that might need help. Um, but also, we were able to, um, the most important part of our job, because it's like the education and violence prevention. Um, so like three times a week, we'd go out to different schools and um, work with children. And we would, you know, put together like a lesson plan that our it could range from just about anything, but you know, basically focused on like social skills. You know, how to coping mechanisms, and and all put together in like a like a child friendly um environment. So we'd go, we bring snacks, we do an activity, but then we'd also have like a lesson. So I I think it was really rewarding getting to work with the children and seeing them improve throughout the semester.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, oh wow, that sounds so interesting and like oh, it sounds so fascinating. It sounds like it, like it's really like important impactful impactful work and stuff um you know I find like your your internship experiences to be really interesting um especially when paired with some of the things that you've done in college so far because like to me it seems as though like okay you're interested in like working with communities right but you want to do that like at an international level
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you nailed it on the head. That's exactly true. Like, I just I think the reason uh, why there's kind of like, obviously, there's like the international level, but also like working in the community, because I always think that it's important no matter where you are to like engage with the community. Mm -hmm. So it's like, even though my focus is internationally is is internationally based, and I want to go international, I think it's important to always like get in touch with whatever community you're in, like back home, I wanted to get in touch with my community and in Gainesville I wanted to stay connected to like the Gainesville community I want to do what I could to help while I'm here at least because I think a lot of times students go to college and they're living in their college town and they do all sorts of crazy things and they're just but they're just at the end of the day they're just passing through you know mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I think I wanted to make sure that while I was here in college you know I'm here for four years I, I want to make sure that while I'm here I'm you know helping people that are going to be here way after I'm gone and this is like their home you know so I think it's important that sometimes like we remember that while we're here, and I would like to apply that to like my job too, like if I'm somewhere else that maybe I'm not gonna be there forever, I want to make sure that like I'm involved in the community like I'm aware to you know like what people's um like you know like for example, going abroad, like learning about culture and language and religion and understanding that there's that this is a community of people that that this is their home, and I want to be able to help and like learn as much as i can while i'm there
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay that's, that's that's dope like at this point in your academic career right like what do you think your dream job looks like in the sense that like you know like you know if you're working for an organization or an entity and stuff like you know what do you like what does that look like to you
1: wow that's a big question <laughs> i <laughs> Um, I'm not really sure to put it like generally, but I guess to sort of I guess, you know, carve a little bit more into it. I'm I guess I'm interested in doing a lot of different things. Like I'm not sure what my dream job would be, but I'm definitely kind of open to see like where things kind of lead for me, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely know that I want to go abroad. So I'm like interested in working for the State Department and doing work with um with uh with the Foreign Service. So I definitely think I would wanna start with that asset of my community, with with my um career, and getting to kind of go abroad and do different sorts of um, go to different stations and you know obviously do work like for the State Department for the U.S. government, but also like be abroad and and get to explore the community too, which is kind of why I wanted to do a Fulbright like when I graduate, right? Because it's like ten months of just you know teaching English, but also you can do research and there are different things you can do on that experience. And mm-hmm. I had a friend that uh, she well not a friend but a somebody from my school that I listened to her speak I don't know why it's a friend but
0: <laughs> someone I'm
1: someone I know went um and did a Fulbright and I had a couple of people I know did one I know one friend that well, one actual friend that went to Jordan and then one person that I know that I listened to her speak from my school she just graduated recently she went to like the Palestinian territories and I thought that both those opportunities were interesting and I, I don't know I just think that there's so many things that we can do out there like you know, I could work for the government, I can do work for an NGO. And as long as I am kind of doing new things every day, and I'm helping people, I think that's kind of what I want to get out of a career.
0: Okay, okay. So you want to experience and like be helpful.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. It, <laughs> you know, the, the curse of being 20 years old, you don't have like it all figured out yet. But you uh, have the general vision.
0: <laughs> right, 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 right. That's so cool, though, because like, at least you know what you like and like you're trying to like gravitate you know towards those like you know towards those opportunities or like opportunities that will allow you to experience um, to experience those things so that's yeah. that's really cool so at this point right now you are a you're a junior going to be yeah, a senior
1: exactly okay okay
0: now I know like you know again COVID has come it's like been wreaking havoc on like (laughs) you know know. people's lives and stuff but like you know were there any like opportunities or at least like okay given like where you're at now right and with the way that like you know everything is like how do you like what are some of the things that you want to experience you know with the remaining time that you have left in undergrad yeah
1: well speaking of wreaking havoc um my (laughs) I actually had okay so I remember I told you that I was interested in you know looking into the state department opportunities I was really interested I was actually scheduled to do a summer internship for the state department last year last summer yeah right and yeah that got canceled because of COVID so I, I but then I applied again so I'm gonna actually be doing it this spring so this next semester but I will be doing it virtually. So I will be in Gainesville, you know, taking a few classes, but nothing crazy. And because it is a full-time internship, even though it's on the computer. So like, I bought my my blue light glasses. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) you got to make it work, you know? So taking that internship credit and um, hopefully that will be something enjoyable as much as possible, you know, Mm -hmm. you got to do what you got to do. So got to be entrepreneurial, I guess.
0: Right, right, right. So like, what, like, what exactly is that internship program like is it like can you talk a little bit about like the structure and like what is it like what it's about
1: yeah so the internship It it okay? So I'm not really sure, obviously, because I've never done it, and Mm -hmm. like it's not the most detailed thing in the world, at least. (laughs) But um, yeah, they really don't give you that much information. You just, especially, I think it's because there's so many different departments and bureaus that you can like. There are so many different posts you can you know intern for that. I think it's vague on purpose because you probably do different things depending on where you're at. Mm -hmm. But um, I mean, I have no idea what I'll be doing. Although,
0: oh, okay, they haven't let you know yet.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, okay. So I. I am scheduled to intern for the, um, Bureau of Near East Affairs, um, under like the Maghreb office, which is, um, like the North African region, except for Egypt. Egypt has its own office. Um, but yeah, so I I guess I'll be working on probably briefings and things like that, probably, you know, taking notes and working on projects related to that region. But other than that, I'm not sure yet, um, like, they're still processing my security clearance. So a lot of my friends, okay, so a lot of my friends, um, not a lot, but, like, two of my friends, <laughs> yeah. Gotta rephrase things, but two of my friends have been working on, um, you know, they they got a fall internship for the State Department, so mm-hmm. they've been doing it virtually. But theirs didn't start until, like, I think, like, a month or two into, um, like, fall semester because the State Department was still, like, processing their hearings and their, clearances and stuff so i know like they had to i remember asking them like shannon and mateo if you're listening i kept <laughs> asking them i was like oh my gosh how's it going did you find out yet and you know they would always be like no not yet and then eventually they were like yeah i got i got a thing so then they had to like get interviewed and then uh, like a week later they got their clearance and then they got started but it was i think covid sort of got everything like that was the first um semester that they actually tried doing the virtual internship so hopefully mm-hmm they figured it out a little better because I obviously had the summer one, which they canceled it all together because they didn't know what to do. And then for fall, they tried to do the virtual thing. Hopefully this time it's their second time doing it virtually. So they're a little bit more like timely, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm waiting for my, my clearance email to mm-hmm. know if like I passed, I guess, but whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but like, if it wasn't virtual and stuff, like where would you have been, like, where were you going to be working if it wasn't virtual? Do you know?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I was supposed to be in in DC, um, okay. for that office. It wasn't like an abroad office, so that one, if it wasn't virtual, it would have been in DC. But, um, yeah. I mean, it is virtual now. I mean, I of course, I've been looking for summer opportunities. So I applied to like a bunch of things. I'm still applying stuff because, you know, summer is just around the corner.
0: Right, right. And
1: you know it, it's here and that'll be proactive. So I I don't know. I also applied for a summer one. Maybe that one will be in person. Who knows with the introduction of the vaccine. But also, again, it might be virtual. Who knows? I've just but I applied for a different office like just in case. But Mm -hmm. who knows? Like I'm just (laughs) kind of looking for something to do this summer. Like hopefully something engaging whether it's virtual or in person but you know hopefully things are a little bit more normal by then okay okay
0: so you're you're pretty so at this point you're just trying to make sure that like you experience as much as you can get some like good experience under your belt and stuff and and take it from there exactly okay that's cool all right that's cool um now like I, I heard you mention like graduate school briefly and stuff so like is that like, what are your thoughts on graduate school right now? Is that something that you for sure want to do? Or like, you know, what does that look like for you right now?
1: Yeah, I, okay, this is a really good question. Because I, I actually was just talking about this the other night. Um, I'm definitely interested in grad school. And I'm I'm kind of looking to go after undergrad. But mm-hmm. um, obviously, I'm scheduled to graduate in four years. Like, I don't want to graduate early, especially like with COVID and stuff. Everything's been thrown so out of whack. Like, I feel honestly I feel unprepared it's I know I'm not unprepared like I've done a lot of really cool things and I've had interesting experiences but I, I guess like nonetheless like I still feel like I'm like a 20 year old and I'm like oh my gosh like am I ready am I this which obviously I probably am but you know you always have that feeling like of yeah. imposter syndrome like am I too this am I I don't know whatever so, <laughs> you always feel like that in the back of your head so I, I think that um I do want to go after undergrad so I I that is the goal but I'm open to taking like some time to like do something else like I said like I'm kind of interested in doing a Fulbright so I might apply and see if I get that after undergrad Mm -hmm. um, and then maybe go to grad school maybe um, but we'll see Um, it kind of depends on where I I guess get accepted like if I get a Fulbright I'll go but it also it depends like on grad school like what graduate programs will accept me um, like if I get any funding, because, you know, it's expensive, and at that point, it's like, I wouldn't have my bright futures anymore, because I, oh, yeah, surprise, I live in Florida, so <laughs> yeah. I, I have my bright futures, so it's like, I don't really even pay for college, so it's, it's like, I would kind of have to take in all those, like, kind of hard-hitting reality factors, so it's, it, but again, like, it's all about being resourceful and entrepreneurial, like, I'm doing as much research as I can on different funding opportunities, like, how I can pay for these things, and Um, and how I can make it as affordable as possible so Mm -hmm. we'll see Mm -hmm. but and there are some programs too like I I'm looking at grad programs that are um, like in the daytime class have in the daytime have classes and then I'm sorry no I'm flipping it up sorry in the (laughs) daytime you have a free schedule and then at night you have classes so maybe I could like work during the day or I don't know things like that that's sort of what I'm the route I'm exploring but we'll see
0: right 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 okay so like when you when you say graduate school you're referring to master's programs right yes a master's program okay okay I see okay cool cool and like would you like would you use like graduate school as an opportunity to like do some like to do international studies as you have been doing in undergrad or like to try to specialize in something even further
1: no yeah I definitely want to specialize a little further like I really a- appreciate like as an undergrad student having international studies is such a broad um a broad major especially in regards to like kind of exploring interests and figuring out like what that will look like especially you know being an 18 year old right out of high school trying to like navigate that mm-hmm. but I think you know once I graduate like as a 22 year old or a 20 whatever year old I am a, I, don't, I don't really Somewhere know how in the 20s. <laughs> I, exactly yeah I, I, at that point like Probably twenty two, being that age and trying to um like obviously I'll have a more well I already do kind of have a more um you know clear image of what I'm interested in and I would like to maybe apply for programs in something of course like like you just said like more specialized and more um you know to help kind of uh, create more of a specialty in something specific so I think that that is definitely the general. Route that I want to take with my grad degree is is finding a program that helps me kind of build on what I'm already interested in and you know develop a different specialty in something else Mhm mm-hmm. no okay,
0: cool that's cool now, given everything that like you've experienced so far and stuff, and like given you know what your interest is, do you feel like your defi like your decision to go to u f like do you feel like u f was you know the best possible place for you to be able to explore the things that you were interested in?
1: That's a really good question. And I, I, I like that question a lot. I, I think that it's something that I realized like going into college, like I really was dead set on going to Georgetown and any of my friends could tell you that. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I didn't even get in. But even if I did, it's the kind of thing where I definitely could not afford that either. <laughs> it's not like I could go anyway. So I guess looking into like programs, it's really easy to get caught into like how amazing it sounds and how perfect it'd be. And I don't get me wrong. I am, I was the worst at it. I was terrible. My, I don't even know how my friends could stand me. I was so annoying (laughs) and no, really. And uh, I I guess that I, now that I'm older and I've gone to college at UF, which is, you know, like it's my state school. And, um, I, I'm just really blessed to have had the opportunity to go to UF and make the most of the resources that they have here. And I think that what people don't realize is that Every university has, like, different opportunities, and I think that if you look hard enough and if you make the most of what your school specifically has to offer, like, yeah, like, every school has something different to offer, and, you know, certain schools have specialties and certain schools are general, and I think that at the end of the day, that's all relative, and I I think that it's kind of, like, blooming where you're planted, and, you know, you end up at a school, like, okay, but then it's, like, what opportunities are available to you, and how can you make the most of, of your environment, like, your community, your student life, your it, what's available in your major like I, and I think that that's like the most important part and I, I think that it doesn't really matter where you go to school and I think that's the biggest lesson that I learned in undergrad is that like I went to a like a general school but a general major <laughs> with general um things like that so I, I just think that you know kind of searching for those opportunities that fit you best and kind of make you make your experience your own and I, I think that it you telling your story is is kind of
0: what gets you where you need to go mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no I agree with you a hundred percent it's like you know like you could end up you could go to Harvard you can go to Columbia exactly. you know like you can go through like to these quote-unquote big name schools and stuff but like if you don't put in the effort to utilize the uh resources uh that these communities have and stuff you could it, it could literally be a waste of time for you like exactly you know so it's, it's extremely important to like, you know, try to make the best out of uh, the opportunities that these universities that they offer and stuff. And like, especially UF, I mean, like, even though it's a state school, UF is a pretty big school, you know? like Yeah, it's,
1: it's huge. And there are so many, it's so easy to get lost there. And it's so easy to be overwhelmed by the opportunities that like, you don't even want to do anything. But the thing is, is that like, because it's such a large state school, like, for example, like my major, and especially like we don't like the Middle East. I won't even say department because we don't have a department Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um, (laughs) um, just just in general like I wouldn't have found like a lot of resources on that if I didn't go digging because it's not that they're not available it's just that they're not obvious and there are not like that many people that have the exact same interests as you like I remember my sophomore year I found couple of my friends Adam and Mateo if you guys are listening probably not but if you are (laughs) yes thank you so much for everything I met them kind of randomly and they had like maybe not they weren't interested in the Middle East but they were interested in foreign policy stuff and they were interested in um international like security concerns and and things like that that I thought were really interesting that I didn't really have any friends that were majoring in that and Mm -hmm. I didn't really know of these opportunities but they kind of were I mean they're my friends but they're also they became kind of mentors because they were older than me and they've done they've done programs in, in these, um, interest groups and in these interest areas where they got to go to conferences and stuff. And, and they were really key to kind of showing me, it's just, you kind of have to look, you know, if mm-hmm. you look and you make it and you, you, you know, you're nice to everyone, you make friends, you kind of hear their experiences, people older than you and you, and also like, you know, going to like, you know, university sponsored things, but you kind of find out about things that maybe you wouldn't have known. So yeah, it might be easier and there might be more opportunities. I don't know. at an of course at an Ivy League school, but I think that you can kind of make do with any opportunity anywhere. So I don't know. I I kind of, I think that it's it's like you kind of can do well anywhere. I think if you, Mm -hmm. if you really just take advantage of what's in front of you. And I think that I tried my best to do that at UF and I think I've had a really awesome experience here and I, I wouldn't trade it at this point, but when I went into it, I definitely was pessimistic, but I'm glad that I was so wrong in so many different ways.
0: Hmm okay well no I'm I'm really happy that that, that worked out for you and stuff so, because I remember uh I remember the the whole like you you wanting to go to Georgetown and stuff and like I remember hearing um you know when you didn't get in your reaction and stuff yeah. and I was like you know I was trying to tell Marquis so I was like you know tell her that she's going to be fine she doesn't she's no, not gonna do sure. it now <laughs> but she's gonna be she's gonna be okay so you're I'm-
1: totally right I I and- so crazy because i was i was like i'm gonna go here and ultimately like it's you're right you're 100 correct and that's that's the truth of it and that's what i tell everyone my sister's applying to college right now i tell her the same thing but luckily thank god she's kind of the opposite of me in many different ways that like she's very like, chill about it she's kind of just like she's just been filling out applications you know to the schools that she's interested in but she's kind of coasting a little bit like she's more comfortable kind of going and i'm i'm happy because i think that that's the best and i told her like you'll be fine. You'll be great. And I, I'm just, I told her, because I think she also remembers watching me and was like, I don't want to be like that. <laughs> I don't blame her.
0: <laughs> oh, dude, that's, that's, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Well, I'm really happy that, you know, you've been able to uh, like really make the, the, the UF experience work for you. Um, You know, you've mentioned that like, because, you know, it seems as if like, you know, people, like your major, it's, it's small, you guys don't even have a department and stuff um you know at times you have had to like you know go out of your way to seek out information so but for the most part like most of the things that you you know that you were trying to learn about you've been able to like you know do that right or Mm -hmm. or has it like been frustrating were there times where like it was frustrating and stuff
1: it definitely can be frustrating sometimes um especially when you know you're digging and digging and digging and you're looking you know you scour the the different pages on the uf site and like you're you're just looking at random things you can do and i i think that i i think that eventually it pays off but ultimately like i i just remember when i was a freshman like that that's just kind of i guess one of the hallmarks of the things i do is i just research random things that i can do and i don't know i remember i did that and I, I when i would go to lunch i would just kind of look up things i could do when i was in freshman now i don't do that as much because now i'm doing things but when i was a freshman <laughs> that's what i would do and i would sit down and i would just look up things and i would sit there at my lunchtime and then i would go to class but i i just um i remember i found this program called the junior fellows program and it was like through the poli sci department and you can do research and I was like, I definitely want to do this, but, like, of course, like, I just found it randomly, and then <laughs> I just remember when I got older, I applied, and I, I had the opportunity to do it this fall, and it was, it was really, a really awesome experience. I got a lot, of, I got a really great research mentor out of it. Um, I got to assist on his, his research, and honestly, I, I got connections from him, like, he gave me great advice for, like, the future when it comes to grad school, when it comes to going abroad, when it comes to, um, you know, my, a career in international, like, the international relations field like he because I mean honestly that's what our research kind of centered around but anyway even if not like he was just a really great resource and when I asked my other friends in the program a lot of them didn't really get to know their mentor that well like my friends like how often did you even meet with your mentor did you guys And I was like oh no we met every week and like we would talk I mean we met virtually of course but Mm -hmm. we would talk about like you know what I found throughout the week and we obviously I, I like to do research so I was like this is what I found and it was like really exciting and but through that experience like it wasn't so formal but it became like we became like mentor mentee and like I don't know I just think it's a lot of things have to do with like your relationships with people whether it be your peers or your professors or even your administration I, I just think that like forming those relationships with people and just honestly even innocent like you know relationships you can gain like a really awesome resource and and you know that's why I always say like be nice to everyone and like you know, just hear them out because you never know, like, what interesting information they'll have to share with you, but also, you know, how they could help you in the future. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay, no, I totally, I totally agree. I would say that is 100% true. And the the different things that I've experienced and like throughout my academic uh, journey, uh, as well. So that's a really good thing that, you know, that you've been able to experience that too. Um, given so like so it seems as though like you you know uf has been like you know this really cool place for you to like explore a lot of different things that you can use to make informed decisions about you know a potential career path right Mm -hmm. um how has uf like how has the uf experience benefits you when it comes to like the other things that you're interested in that are outside of like, you know, the scope of your major and stuff?
1: That's another good question. (laughs) I I think that it's kind of, I mean, at least from what I've experienced, I've made a lot of different friends in different years than me and different academic and, you know, backgrounds and different, um, just from different places and have different experiences. I I just think that it's kind of helped me um, kind of like hear a lot of these people's like stories and experiences and I I just think I've made a lot of really awesome friendships and you know I essentially this is I guess like the first time that I've gone somewhere that I mean yeah I went to college with a lot of my high school friends but with that being said it's like you have your high school friends but it's like you also you have like a bunch of new college friends and I just think like coming into a new environment where there's so many new people and so many you know it's like I see new faces every single day and it's like I make new friends I mean, obviously not with COVID, but.
0: Um, <laughs> well, we but, get it, Ru. you're being safe, you're being safe. <laughs> I know, I
1: haven't caught COVID, look at me, it's so good. But no, no, seriously, but I, I I, do think that just, I guess, especially at least in my early years, like not this year, but my last two years, I, I, you know, being new, it was it was so like amazing getting to meet so many different friends and kind of seeing how they like develop over time, like in college and like what new interests they've like over, like over, I mean, not overcome, but like taken up and like different, um, hobbies and, and just, I guess, kind of just expanding my horizon, horizons and meeting more people and, you know, getting to do all sorts of really fun experiences that I never really got to do at home, I guess. And mm-hmm. just, you know, I, I, you know, taken some trips with friends and, you know, just, just getting like the, the, the chance to kind of, I guess, experience more things in the world, I guess, even though I'm in a college town, I don't know, but I, I just, I, I just, I guess learning how to be by myself and learning how to, um be more responsible and you know I have my own I have an apartment um I guess learning how to be like a like maintain everything and you know being organized I got a cat which I <laughs> love him so much so I guess learning how to take care of him too and I, I don't know I guess just just uh I love that I've got to meet so many different people and I love that I've become a more independent person and I've managed everything I guess and I I don't know I I think that I've I've I don't know, I I answered the question. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that one, but I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I think you 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 hit it right on the nail. Hey man, t- hey, an apartment plus a cat, not bad for a twenty year old. I
1: know, no, exactly. <laughs> you know, and he's doing good. He's he's adorable. I'm obsessed with him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been really fun for me. I have like really enjoyed like just hearing all these different things that you've been able to do throughout your undergrad, you know, career so far. And like, it's so crazy to me to, you know, to, to, you know, for me to hear that, like, you know, you're only just now, like you're, what, this is halfway through your junior year and you're approaching, you know, your senior year and stuff. I know that, uh you know, with COVID and stuff, there's, you know, there's only so much that people can do, but like it really does seem as though you have like really have made the most out of the experience you know like your college experience so far so that's really awesome to hear
1: yeah thank you so much i yeah no it's been really fun coming on this podcast like I it's been awesome talking to you about all this yeah no cool so
0: uh i'm hoping that like you and i we could you know go ahead and have like a follow-up conversation once you graduated and stuff just to see like you know what you know what things are looking like for you like I'm, i'm very curious to know like you know will it be you know, you doing a fellowship or like you going straight into to grad school and stuff. I think your path is uh got a pretty interesting like you know future ahead of you. So pretty excited.
1: Thank you. Yeah, no, for sure, I'd be happy to do that with you. No, I'm I'm interested too. I'm just as interested in. I mean, just as interested in seeing like what happens because I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well don't worry don't worry no matter what happens it's gonna be fine it's gonna be good (laughs) exactly you nailed it (laughs) well thank you again uh this has been fun
1: yes it has thank you
0: (laughs) that's it for us this week we hope that you guys enjoyed the episode please be sure to follow us on our social media pages for any of our upcoming updates until next time